Welcome everyone to That Kind of Nerds Podcast, a weekly show where we break down what's going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined of course by Joshua Burns and Brian Thornton, who is looking around frantically for something in his room. Sorry, I was looking for my loot crate. Well, speaking of loot crate, Brian, I want to talk to you about this month's loot crate coming up, which is futurism. Futuristic. Futuristic. This theme is perfect if you are fans of Mega Man, Star Trek, Futurama, Rick and Morty, Valiant Comics. Let's get on already! Uh, There's going to be a lot of stuff. So you're probably asking, what is Loot Crate? Well, you haven't been listening to this podcast very often because Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box for geeks, nerds, comic book fans, lovers, or people who just love pop culture. Every month you receive a mystery box full of collectibles, figurines, apparel, memorabilia. The t-shirts are pretty freaking awesome. Each box contains at least $45 in values, and many of the items are exclusive to Loot Crate. So you have until the 19th of every month to sign up for the box and after the 19th it's gone forever you can never get that back again uh brian and josh just got the dystopia loot crate and uh, i saw the robocop t-shirt and i'm so jealous. i gotta yeah, think robocop i gotta think crazy. based on next month's futuristic theme i think we're gonna do the dx t- i so i went I'm, I'm at the dx page right now and the first thing it lists is pacific rim i think i get one of those mech robots one of those i get the whole thing yeah. so brian can you and i hive mind it and control one of these things <laughs> Oh my god, that would be amazing! What if it comes in just one of our loot crate? Do we do we get to say who we share it with, or is it like? What if it comes with like a little Asian girl inside of it, and you have to hive mind it with her? Um, I, I mean, I'd be okay with that. I, I mean, that that'd be uh, helpful to have somebody to hive mind already. <laughs> She's already ready for the hive mind. Brian, I mean, yeah, Brian's, I mean, Brian's like that would be helpful. I guess that would be the word I would choose. Yeah, absolutely. So, Pacific Rim, Futurama, uh, what else? Star Trek, and what else is in there? Mega Man, Rick, Rick and Morty. Morty. Yeah, I, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna go DX this month. I'm definitely. I think I'm gonna go DX this month too. So it's gonna be awesome. Hey, guess what? If you go to thatkindofnerd.com/loot, what I'm doing right now, you can actually get a discount on your loot crates. It's very simple. Again, thatkindofnerd.com/loot. L O O T. Uh, so you can actually go ahead and click on the icon there and you can use the promo code to save yourself some money, but click it so that way they know you came from that kind of nerd. Help support the show and uh, tell us how awesome your loot crate is when you get it next month. And I'm going to ask that Brian and Josh send me their pictures of this month's loot crate so that way I can post it onto the page and they can see it. So without further ado, loot crate. I like them. I'm glad I'm glad that we're we're telling people to find find people there. So guess what, guys? It's that time of the month again in the sense that Brian has put together a list, a wonderful, masterful list of the movies that are coming out next month. Uh, Brian, you rolled your eyes, though. Come on. This is a good list. There's a lot of good stuff coming out in July. Who rolled their eyes? You did. Yeah, because you're 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 talking about the list like it's so gorgeous and masterful. Masterfully composed. Not not just haphazardly put together by a madman at the not, end of the Not month. slapped I mean, together, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. It wasn't done right before the, the Facebook Live. Uh, no, that we do masterfully no. composed. <laughs> so why don't you walk us through this, Brian? Why don't you tell us what's coming out uh, this month? Well, next month. Um. Well, next. I mean, do you want to go over all of them? It's a pretty packed month. Well, the, 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 well let's, let's go over the big ones. What are the ones that we want to talk about? Okay. Well, I mean, I want to talk about uh july 1st uh legend of tarzan comes out july 1st which i'm actually pretty excited for it's uh obviously like going in the disney 
um, more mature live action themed movies uh, starring Alexander Skarsgård, who you may know from True Blood as, you know, the, the guy with in ridiculously blonde hair in True Eric, Blood. Eric. Eric. Eric Northman. What was the name? I Sounds think? about Something right. Something like that. And, and Margot Robbie, um, as well as you got Samuel Jackson and Christoph Waltz in there. I was it, say Christoph Waltz. I was just, a, I was getting there, I'm CJ. I'm super tepid on this movie. You're tepid. I am so on the fence about this. I don't know. I'm, if I I'm super, super meh, Brian. I mean, I, I, I enjoy the Tarzan story. Um, so I'm, I'm gun ho for it. I'm, I'm ready. Um, I think it'll be pretty cool to watch, you know, some gorillas beat the crap out of a couple other, you know, people and, you know, stuff like that. And I'm, I'm, I'm interested. Uh, so is there anything else you guys have to say besides the fact that you're tepid or meh? Meh. Meh. Okay. Well, then we'll move on to, uh. The BFG. I don't even know what this off, is. What does that mean? It is based off of a Roald Dahl book, I believe, if I recall correctly. Uh, what does BFG even stand the for? Big Friendly Giant, it stands oh for. Oh, my God. I am hard passing on I'm this out. movie. Yeah. Listen, it's directed by Steven Spielberg. Yes, so, it's still a hard pass. It's going to be heartwarming. Wasn't E.T. directed by Spielberg? Yes, it was. I've never, and seen, that was also I've, I've never seen that either. You've never, you never seen E.T.? E. Nope. Out. It just looks dumb. It's ET. No, it doesn't. Mm, Looks dumb. That's something my MK Ultra training would teach me to say. Uh -uh. It's terrible. (laughs) Your MK Ultra training would teach you the exact opposite. You'd you'd have you'd be compelled to say how heartwarming it is. It's a fantastic movie. Did you see Jaws? At least. Nope. I do know that we're gonna need a bigger boat. All right, going back to the movie trailers. A BFG has no appeal to me. Well, it has appeal to a lot of people, especially people who grew up reading that book in like elementary school. So. I'm Are actually, you one of those people? Um, I is? actually, I never read that book. I was a, um, uh, when, if we're talking about Roald Dahl, I'm, I was a Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Matilda Man, kid. We really, guys, I mean, just, there's, like, we buried the lead. There's a lot of cool shit happening I'm down this there. list that isn't. A lot of people I'm care about BFG. A lot of people there. care about BFG. Getting there. Okay. Um, we'll skip the next movie because I have nothing to say about the Good man, year. skip it. Um, skip I have nothing to say about that, but in July eighth is the Secret Life of Pets, and I can't, I can't see this trailer without waiting in the greatest anticipation for the end where the poodle hits the system of a down. <laughs> right, Leonard, you be good, and he's and, oh yeah, and and the poodle just starts rocking out. The and little chihuahua that just the, the best part is the way. chihuahua just, just like, and like the little bunny who's crazy, and this whole thing looks fantastic, and every it's so good, yeah, and the cast list, yeah. holy crap, the solid cast the amount of people in this movie, yeah, great. Uh, you got uh, Louis C.K. Uh, as the main the main voice, uh, Kevin Hart is in it. For those people who enjoy Kevin Hart, crazy bunny, um, he's a crazy bunny. He is the crazy bunny. Uh, Albert Brooks is in it. Lake Bell, uh, Tara Strong, who is a huge voice actress. Albert Brooks, regardless of the character he plays, makes you feel nervous and neurotic while watching him. <laughs> which it's very true. I can't like I you know I'm actually very excited because I love Albert Brooks. Albert Brooks, he's I he's he's one of those guys that I will watch regardless of the role. So I'm excited to see the movie. I think it's cool. It's not anywhere close to the best thing coming out, but it is. It's one of the better. It is the best thing coming out July eighth. 
So there's that. <laughs> you don't want to see Mike and Dave need wedding I dates? do very no. much. Oh, I, I do. Say. I do. Yes. I do. I do. This looks funny. I want it to be it's, funny, it's, and it's, it's not. It's Zach Efron and, and Adam Devine. Is that right? Yeah, yes. Zach Efron and Adam Devine. And then Aubrey Plaza and Anna Kendrick. Aubrey Plaza find and Adam Kendrick. You hilarious. can't get, I think comedically, you probably couldn't put together. And and apparently, like, as much of the, the trailers lead you to believe that, like, uh, Zach Efron and Adam Devine are scumbags. Like apparently Aubrey Plaza and Anna Kendrick are, are like, legendary le- legendary level scumbags. Yes. <laughs> I don't know. I feel very nervous that, that this is just the the thing like Dirty Grandpa was where you saw the trailer and it's a completely different movie and it's a bad movie. You can't movie. just lump every movie in with It's Dirty not Grandpa. the fact that Zach Efron's there. It just I, I feel like Can this movie we give is- it a little bit of credit because Anna Kendrick and Adam Devine, because they're both com- comedic gold. They really yes, are. Yes, but they but they've all. I mean, they've had their misses. I mean, name the, uh, one, Mr. Wright was a terrible one movie. One thing with Adam Devine, you haven't seen him and gone, "Yep, this is this would not be as good without him." Uh, very true. I'll, I'll listen. You're right. Absolutely. Yeah, every I time know. I see that guy, the, like the his delivery. He was in the intern with the uh, the intern, uh, which was a terrible movie. Oh, I liked no, it. No, no, no. I didn't like the ending. Over, I didn't like the right, ending. We had no ending overall. The ending it was, was terrible. terrible, but. Adam Devine, like the way he stretches out like a, an expression. Yeah. I just started watching Workaholics and I'm I need I need it. to watch that because I, I know he's in he's great. But like for like he's the one that made Pitch Perfect for me. Like that was. No. OK. Without him, that Anna movie Kendrick. wouldn't have been. Anna Kendrick good. made Pitch Perfect. No, nah, because yeah. she was OK. Anna Kendrick makes like- everything for me. <laughs> This I, I, I think I think it's worth a watch. It's worth a watch. It's definitely uh, okay. worth a watch. I, I I hope I hope I'm wrong, so I will I will see this movie. I so, I, I like looking at Brian Cranston sort of staring like this in this. Yes. Okay, real quick, hold on. Before we talk about this movie with Brian Cranston, did you hear that Brian Cranston just got cast as Zordon in the mm-hmm. Power Rangers movie? Yeah, I did hear Does that. that not I have make no you want to go see this movie even means, more. But I did hear it. <laughs> I heard it and I thought CJ must have a nerd boner, but I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, like, I was present for that because I was the one who broke the news to him. He did. He broke the news to me, and I, I had to go home and change my pants. You had to excited. you had to swat the cat away from his nerd his, owner. Oh. Josh, Josh, his pants turned red. Like, that's how excited he was. <laughs> they, glow, they glow red when orcs are around? Or there, were, there weren't orcs or anything. The, the, he was wearing his mood pants. That mood day. pants. Mood, <laughs> yes. And the cat, the cat knew that. Yeah. Well, there, there, there wasn't. Not, no, the there's not were, multiple cats. It's just the one because the ratio the is very low in Brian's palatial estate. <laughs> the ratio low. of cats to males. So let's talk about the Brian Cranston movie. So the uh, infiltrator. It? it comes out July 13th. Stars Brian Cranston, John Leguizamo, and uh, Benjamin Bratt. It's basically the same story as Narc as Narc. Yeah, as I say, it looks like Narcos, but you know, it, but Brian, Brian Cranston. Cranston playing playing the guy. Uh, yeah. But it's still the Pablo Escobar story, right? Yes, it is the Pablo Escobar story. It looks phenomenal. Everything about the this trailer. Is like, the trailer was very solid, and I, I, what's what studio, Brian? Um, everything that I'm seeing is saying Good Films is doing this. Which Good Films, uh, they co-produce the past three or four Fast and Furious movies, which I only know because I just rewatched all of them. Let's <laughs> say you happen to know that knowledge off the I top of your just, little head. Just rewatched. <laughs> Every Fast and Furious movie worth watching. So I watched all of them except for Two Fast and Furious and Tokyo Drift. Good man. Um, so yeah, I mean that that's what. So I'm they're saying. good. They're good at you know some action sequences and stuff. I think it's going to be good. Yeah, I mean that's that's what you need in a in a in a drug movie, right? Right. Uh, you need you need some edginess. You need some you know. 
darkness. Do I, I really? I really dark don't and gritty. Talk dark about and gritty. The next movie. You guys aren't Ghostbusters fans. I get it. I, I can, we, can we? I I'm, I want to be though. I'm not, so badly. I'm not going to see it in the theater because I feel like it's going to be inappropriate for the kids. And oh yeah, listen. I am. I ain't afraid of no ghosts, but I am afraid of how bad this movie's going to be. Listen, for me, it's the combination of uh, Melissa McCarthy and uh, is it Melissa McCarthy? Did I get that right? It is. Yeah. It's Melissa McCarthy and yep. um, Saturday Night Live. The the tall chick. What's her name? Kate McKinnon or Chris? Kate McKinnon, the no, blonde? No, 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 no. Kristen Wiig. Then nope. Also, Kristen Wiig. Yeah, she's from Bridesmaids. No, she was terrible. She's terrible in everything, and that's I I I, I don't like anything. She's Good in the, well, the only the only two people from who are currently on Saturday Night Live in this movie are Kristen are Kate McKinnon and Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones, that's the one. No, Leslie I, Jones is hilarious. Hilarious. I, I, I don't watch Saturday Night Live. She seems nor I, nothing. Yeah, I don't. I don't watch it either. You know what I do though is I watch the YouTube uh, like digital shorts. Yes, like when they say these funny things happened. It was an hour and a half long. This is the best minute and a half. <laughs> these are the. <laughs> yep. That's what I watch, and she's always like the funniest part of it. Ah, man, listen, we've talked about this movie for a long time. We all wanted to be good. I we think, don't. I think, think we it's going to be good. I think we just all hope that it doesn't ruin the memory. I'm afraid. I'm so afraid. I know. To. I hate. I, I hate know. I'm afraid it's going to. I hate her. How do you hate her? She's. I don't hilarious. think she's funny. I don't think she's funny. That's I just don't. Blasphemy. She's hit and miss. She's hit and miss with me. I did not like Identity Thief. Did you at see all. Spy? No, I didn't. I and laughed what was the, my ass off. What was the the movie where she like wore a bag over her head and robbed places? Uh, that is Tammy. Yeah, Tammy. I, I watched three and a half minutes of that and turned it off. Spy. Yeah, she was stupid. hilarious, and Jason Statham was surprisingly funny. I, I heard they're making a sequel with more Jason Statham and more cowbell. But, and more <laughs> at, at least more, at least all the cowbell. Um, point, point of order: Can we save this next movie for the end of this so we can talk about? Yes, 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 yes. It's Ju- July twenty second. There's some awesome stuff happening. Uh, Ice Age, Collision Course. Really? Awesome? I think anything Ice Age is pretty awesome. They're always I, they're I think always this m- they're always entertaining. And if only for that little goddamn squirrel. Ch- yeah, I mean that's all Scrat? that's all that's yeah, he that's all about that movie that's good. Every I think time. this series should have ended three and movies then, ago. And then John Leguizamo uh doing his thing, that's always funny to me. I feel like you just want to watch John Leguizamo talk to that squirrel and have those two go out and do shenanigans. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. But, you know, <laughs> moving past that and revisiting the other July 22nd movie later, what is Nerve? So Nerve is <sighs> what? This, I saw the trailer for this, right? Obviously. And I thought this was going to be one movie and it turned out to be another and I hate it. Oh. It looks it looks like this cyber thriller thing. Emma Roberts. Looks like Eagle Eye. It, it looks like a mixture of Eagle up. Eye and um, like Enemy of the State, those type of things. They, it's supposed to be like the paper towns in the beginning. Can you like, let me freaking finish the description I before you all Go say ahead. pass? Pass. Um, she pass. volunteers. Thanks, Josh. She volunteers for this online kind of game show type of thing where people she's streaming dares that people are telling her to do and it it turns out there's this bigger conspiracy involved with her and dave franco who you know the only way they can get through it is to actually play the game they can't stop playing the game um dave franco's in this too josh dave franco i do like some dave franco this this starts off with a really cool premise and then quickly turns into a bad version of eagle eye you don't know that 
Yes, I do. Yeah. You watch the same trailer I watched. I you did know watch this the is same gonna be trailer. Terrible. I'm intrigued, and I'm going to watch it, and I'm going to tell you it's nothing like Eagle Eye. Yeah. Just saying. Pass. Um, moving on to July. Tw- I'm not. I'm not even, I don't even want to nope. talk about the just, next movie. Yeah, the, wait, wait, because just I have the hardest of all passes on bad on bad moms. Out. Bad moms, July 29th. Out. Pass. Out. There's. I don't think there's anything worse than any parent blowing off steam and just acting out. And this is culturally, it just makes us look like assholes. I've watched the trailer. I've tried. It's not, not only is it not funny, it paints the modern mother in a bad way. And, and, and we all know my multitude of gripes with American media and how they paint parents, especially as it relates to, idiot millennials who may or may not listen to this show. I don't care. You're idiots. <laughs> this is ridiculous. Pass. Jason motherfucking born. Yes. Can that also be the title of the movie? I'm really glad that awesome. I, I don't even need to introduce each movie. There's, there's no need to me. say anything besides a fuck yes. That is where am the I best possible I introduction yet. you can give for Jason. Take my money. Uh, Jason Bourne. Yes, please. Now the and, and I would just like Jason Bourne to now go meet Jeremy Renner and do a Bourne crossover. It's got it's got to happen. They've got it. It it would be the the best the best thing in the world. Uh, so yes, we're all going to see that one. It's great. So we reserved one movie for the end to talk about. It's not at the end of the month, uh, but we we held it for a reason. So Brian, why don't, why don't you tell us about what's going on on July twenty second? Uh, July twenty second, the big release is Star Trek Beyond, uh, the third installment to the new Star Trek series. Reason we saved it for last is because it stars as well as Chris Pine and Zachary Quinto and everybody you know, Anton Yelchin, who played Chekhov in the first two movies and in this movie. Victor, Victor. Uh, Victor, Victor. Um, who unfortunately this past Sunday, right? Sunday. Yeah, this on Father's died, Day. Um, due to, from what I can understand now, a faulty gear shift in his Jeep and caused it to back over him in his driveway. Yeah, it was a terrible, terrible freak accident. He was 27. Um, I first saw him in the movie Charlie Bartlett with Robert Downey Jr. It's a great flick. Go check it out. That was totally a great worth flick. Your, it totally was a worth great flick. Um, I, I think one of my first exposures to him uh, actually was Star Trek. But you, you know what? What um, at Fright Night. He was really good in Fright Night. He was great in Fright Night. He had an amazing amount of talent and potential and a lot of great things uh, ahead of him. And this was just really, you know, this is really terrible news. I mean, 27, he's so young, a freak, terrible accident. I mean, really a great performer. And anyone who's worked with him, uh, they, you know, they've been saying over the past couple of weeks just, you know, how kind, how genuinely he was and how, how much talent he had. Um, it's a big loss, I think, to the nerdy world, too, because, you know, he really was helping – I think with the the humor and some of the things of Star Trek that a lot of people are gravitating to, uh, and um, I, I mean, it, it, he's going to be sorely missed out of this franchise, and and for all the roles that he could have done but never did. So uh, you guys were talking about first exposure, and the 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 weird thing is that it doesn't happen this way often. But Anton Yelchin sort of did the the crime show circuit, like. A lot of TV actors like do. Like Law and Order and stuff like that. Yeah, right. he did like NYPD Blue and he was on Huff and Criminal Intent, Criminal Minds. 
Uh, obviously, then Charlie Bartlett was sort of his big breakout. I remember that really where I remember was um, Term- Terminator Salvation. He was Kyle Reese. He was Kyle Reese. He was yeah, great he was as great. Kyle Reese. Right, he was great as Kyle Reese, and that's really what I remember the most. Yeah, he was Chekhov, and 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 that was Star was Trek. In, and I'm just searching through his his bio now. He was an Alpha Dog too. Yes, he was an Alpha Dog as well. Solid film. It was. Um, I for me, it's it's the uh, it's Terminator Salvation, it's Fright Night, and then obviously in a tertiary role for me, the the Chekhov role from from Star Trek. But this guy was incredibly talented, obviously gone too soon. We wanted to at least pay a little tribute uh, where we could because this this movie is going to debut obvi- po- posthumously, obviously. So there's mm-hmm. it's it's a big deal, I think. From what and I there's another tell- there's another two movies. Starring, slated, slated, starring yeah. him that are coming out in 2016, 2017. Yeah, so I mean, there, there's still more work for him. We we haven't literally seen the the last of it. I don't know how much of it is finished. You know, I don't know if it's like a Heath Ledger, Doctor Parnassus thing. Uh, but uh, a talent gone way too soon. Again, we didn't get to talk about it last week due to the the whole um, just scheduling of things. But uh, I do want to bring it up. I, I also, you know, I had very mixed feelings about going to see Star Trek. Uh, but now I, I I really want to I want to see this this artist perform. You had mixed feelings about this going to movie. see Star Trek. Okay, let's just talk I about did. this movie in general now. Now, just not Anton Yelchin. Yeah, I will I will give you this. That first trailer did not do Star Trek justice. It, it just looked like Fast and Furious in space. That second trailer though is solid. It helped that yes, movie absolutely. looks very good. The only thing I'm like. You got you get this huge actor like Idris Elba to be your main villain, and then you cover him up with like blue and white makeup. Like I don't understand that. You hide him. Um, it's the 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 classic and constant problem of you guys wanting things to be a certain way and just not allowing, not allowing yourself to be taken in a new direction. Just that's not true. No, just not go true with all. it. For God's sake, just go with it. I'm going with it. I'm going to go we, see this. We, we, we were going to see it after the second trailer. If no, you I was going to go see it regardless. Oh, I mean, I don't was, speak for uh, me, I was going to see you it. You do not okay, speak fine. for me. Here's I was I, going I, to see it regardless. I'm, I just come in with a different at, bar set. I'm looking at July, and I'm I'm thinking, you know, probably July 1st, July 8th. You know, no big deal. Um, and then when we get into July 22nd, all of a sudden, the Fantasy Movie League becomes... I'm. It, there's no way Star Trek Beyond doesn't come out at 750 or greater. And, oh, yeah. And then, obviously, Jason Bourne, this is going to be like an $800, $850 movie. This, it's, July is going to be challenging, to say the least, yes. I think, for, for Fantasy Movie League. So... And and by the way, how, uh, while to transition, can I transition from this into another? Or yeah, go ahead. What what did you guys? Uh, can we take a minute? What did you guys do with your fantasy movie? We talked about this on the uh, the Facebook live. <laughs> we, we both, and without discussion, we both stacked up on the shallows pretty hard. Stacked really up hard. on the shallows. Okay, so yeah. no nobody did Independence Day. No, no. Okay, so I've got I've got Independence Day. I've got Free State of Jones. I've got The Shallows. I've got two screens of Alice. I've got X Men, Civil War, and a blank screen. I don't. So I, I don't and I'm taking I'm taking a different I'm taking a different approach. I'm the way I'm looking at it is I did this last week and I made up four million dollars. 
if I can find the right week to do it, I can make up quite a bit. Because at some point, there's going to be a drop-off from the last week and the two weeks previous movies. And the debut movie that cost me a lot is uh, – Finding Dory paid off at $135 million. You – yeah, but the central the money I mean off central intelligence. The, the money was, the the you had three screens of central intelligence. I think it had yeah, it did. You had, had three, three screens. You 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 made thirty million less than I did on those three screens. So you made one oh five, right? Thirty five, thirty five, thirty five. Yeah, I made one thirty five on that one screen. So eventually, I will find the right combo, and I'm testing that out right now. Okay. I, I was. Just I don't know why you played Free City Jones. The the money for that is just too low. Well, I I don't know. We'll see. If people again, we've we've talked about this a couple times on the pre-show. We we go into it a little more. Uh, there's a, a, a an app and a website called Fantasy Movie League where we have started our own thing. I definitely recommend you check it out because we're going to open up to the fans. But like right now, the the race is tight between Brian's, well, between Josh Brian's and I. team. Superior blockbuster knowledge is really settling very nicely into third place <laughs> there. It's going to solidify. There is a what seven million dollar difference. Twenty. I'm ahead by twenty five. No, you're ahead and by you're, five and, million dollars. And, no, I'm ahead of him by twenty five. Oh, hold on, wait. I'm sorry. And I'm you're ahead of him by sixty two. Right. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. Hold on, wait. I have four hundred and forty, and you have four hundred and three. I'm ahead of Brian by twenty five. Yes, yes, yes. I'm sorry. I was reading the numbers while you were talking. And about I know that because math. Right. Yes, that helps. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's Go it's. Ahead. It's going to be – listen. Hey, look, I'm still going to be interesting. So will, you still went – the two of you like when, when Central Intelligence and then a whole bunch of the shallows. Yeah. I'm telling you the shallows is going to rake in a lot I, of money. I think, no, I'm, I think you're right. I just don't think it will do more than Independence Day. I think your six screens of the shallows will be worth my one screen of independence. No, I think that uh, – and I think <laughs> – this is the thing. I think the shallows is going to get best performer and you're going to get the best performer bonus off of it too. Oh, dollar to dollar. Like pound, dollar pound, to pound, dollar. For pound type of deal. Right. I, you're right. It will box office more money, but and, the and shallows is going to get I best will, performer. I will commend you, I will commend on you sir, on reading and exploiting the rules better than I have. <laughs> So listen, anyway, there's a lot of really great movies coming out for July. A couple duds, but listen, we want to hear your opinion about what you think of them. So go to thatkindofnerd.com. You will see the July blockbuster right there on the homepage. Tell us what you think about these movies. If someone wants to go ahead and defend Ghostbusters, I welcome this this opportunity for you to try to defend this movie uh, as well what, and some what, other things. In uh, Loosely translated in CJ Talk, I welcome this opportunity for me to shit on your opinion with my opinion. <laughs> I've gotten better. Actually, you know what? That that actually leads to something. Oh, that, that was I, CJ I, speaking, not me speaking, by the way. I want to do something at the – I wanted to do this at the top of the show and I, I got distracted and I did it. I would like to formally apologize to you, Joshua Burns. Uh, you were 100% correct. Uh, as you already knew, on Apple Maps for iOS 9, and I owe you a sincere apology. Sir. I actually I I, and wrong. I haven't listened to that episode yet because I didn't know how you'd edited it, and I was <laughs> I was really like I was scared that it was going to make me more angry if I listened for, to it. For the for the listeners, most of a very heated argument was cut out. I was super pissed because CJ <laughs> was telling me a guy who it, during some weeks. Drives a thousand miles solely using Apple Maps. I I was utterly wrong, and I admit I <laughs> I owe you an apology. I would just like that to go on the record that I have owned to this. I I was completely wrong. You hear that, Brian? 
I do, and it's recorded for posterity. Thirty-three can... fifty-eight timestamped. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so let's let's uh, let's move on to some other things. There was a uh, <laughs> hold on, damn it! What was he gonna do? I don't know. What were you gonna do? I kind of feel like he was gonna get the show on the road, Brian. I feel like he was. I feel like the show was maybe on like a dirt path, and now like, it's officially on a road. On the road. It is on the road. It had the show was not uh, before, <laughs> but now he's taking it mobile. It, it, it is continued mobile. Zack Snyder, this is the best headline I've ever read. Zack Snyder admits that Batman v Superman fan response changed his plans for the Justice League. Yes, I did find this article. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, the comic book article. Brian found so it. Brian, <laughs> Brian posted surprised. this, and here's the quote from Zack Snyder, and I love this. He goes, when uh, Batman vs. Superman came out, I was like, whoa, okay, oof. Uh, it did catch me off guard. Uh <laughs> I I had to in my mind make an adjustment and and I do think that there wow and I do think that there is a tone issue of the Justice League that has to change because of what fans have said. So, I mean, Zack Snyder realizing, "Woo, okay, the the fan backlash was a little harder than I thought it was going to be well, and we need to make some changes." Okay, which is good. If you if you move one paragraph down, it says, "Of course, Snyder still defends his darker version, darker vision." And says you really had to dig down on the darker parts, darker parts of them to make them fight each other. I really do believe that with this movie, with Justice League, they've been freed of the responsibility to be in a place where they would fight each other. Look, this is, I think, as I've said a million times before, there's nothing wrong with pivoting like the guys in Silicon Valley had had done, with pivoting, with changing direction, with taking feedback and changing things, you know, reshoots, rewrites, none of that's bad if it improves the tone overall. Again, still haven't seen Batman versus Superman. I may never, but this all sounds fine if it puts a better product out there for Justice League. That is assuming that CJ doesn't shit on that so hard that I also don't see that. <laughs> sorry. No, this uh You're not sorry. Yeah, this, no, 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 no. No, I was right. This news is actually... <laughs> yeah, sure. CJ was right. There's an episode that says CJ was right. I, I didn't make that episode title. That was Brian. Oh, yeah, I did make that episode. Yeah, that was you, buddy. That was Go a ahead. horrible idea. Um, this this is very good news for, for me. Um, the fact just, that... Just for you? Just for you. No, by the way, this article is on Brian, just for Brian.com. This is, this is me all the way. No, li- listen, I'm extremely happy that they very easily could have said, well, they just they, they just don't understand. We're going to continue with the story that we're, and the tone that we were going to set. Um, I do like the fact that they have listened to their fan base and are changing the tone and maybe, you know, making it a little bit more like the DC universe that fans want to see. Um, he even went so far as to invite the press to because they're shooting it right now to the set and be like, hey, look at this. We changed. Everything's going to be great. Yay. Look at us. We're, we're, we're wonderful. That was something I saw. It was that they let a lot of reporters they onto the set They let a lot of reporters. And, and they're just, I, I feel like they're just begging, please like us again. <laughs> um, I'm so sorry. Please like will us. You, will you go to prom with us? Like, it's, uh, and, you know, they have to do what they have to do because they have to do some, some damage control now because, Again, that movie was by no means a failure. That I have definitely seen worse movies. It performed at the box office. It made a ton of money. 
Um, but it was not what fans wanted to see. And it's great that they're listening to that. So I'm excited. Um, we'll, we'll see. I, I, I'm still not a fan of Ezra Miller as Flash, but who knows? Yeah, I might turn around. Well, I, I think, you know, over- hold on a minute. How can you not be? You saw him for eight seconds. Right. I've right. seen other things with Ezra Miller in it, and I don't Doesn't, like him no, as the Flash. So, yeah. And this is, again, CJ, you're actually fighting my own battle for me. This is the the lens of the true believer. You need, yeah, to, suspend, I, I need to suspend your horse shit for a little bit. And just let it play out and 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 see where it takes you. You may love it, you may not, but you know, at that in the moment is when you'll decide. Listen, and, and I am going. I'm going in with an open mind and an open heart. I'm ready for Ezra to wow me. I actually think that this take on filmmaking, specifically in this genre, is not only admirable but probably something that everyone can take a lesson from should <laughs> had at any point, anyone involved in uh, maybe had Brian Singer at one point taken any of the backlash and made a few changes. Maybe things would have been a little bit different for some of the X-Men flicks, right? Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. But this is like, I, I mean, admirable, right? For Zack Snyder. It, this, this, this is a good thing. Listen, this also is Zack Snyder putting aside his ego to say, I have to make changes, which is a good thing for an artist to do. Zack Snyder could have been very CJ about this and said, sorry, not sorry. Go, Absolutely. Go, you know. But at least care. Zack Snyder is giving the Flash a chance. I, so am I. I. Listen, I'm giving it a chance. I am completely ready. I am just still a little hesitant, but I, I got to see a trailer. I got to see more of him. Like, with we'll with see. the change, like with the change in in tone or or whatever, where do you think uh, he'll stand on the breaking of any bats? Oh yes, Joshua. Oh, God, I, I I hope to see many bats broken throughout the Justice League. You had to bring him in. Bane's yes, not going to be in this universe. CJ, you I, are <laughs> such a fool. I think I think his if absence you from you the would movie. Talk about Justice League, and I would not show up. You are a fool, sir. You were indeed born in the light. I was born in the darkness, CJ. No, you were born in Pennsylvania, if I remember correctly. I was, in fact, not born in Pennsylvania. (laughs) 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 I I, I was born quite quite not in PA. He merely adopted Pennsylvania. No, no, don't feed him. But I was also born in darkness. Thanks, Bane. Really, really appreciate you stopping by, buddy. I'm very happy to see Zack Snyder going mobile with his vision of Justice League. How is he going mobile? To- How did he, he go mobile? He's pivoting and changing his tone. It's very mobile. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bane. CJ, I feel like we are off the road again. <laughs> no. We must get no, this show don't. back on the road. Going mobile towards this a bat being broken. must go mobile, CJ. I would like to go mobile as soon as possible, CJ. Anyway. It's just the best part of my whole week is really <laughs> is really that those few moments. If I get look, and I'm, unfortunately I'm I'm uh, Homer Simpson with a, a, a puffy dog with a puff puff puff. I need I need Bane. I it just I ha- I have to have it. So I want to move off of the silver screen and go down to the little screen and talk a little bit about uh, some streaming stuff as well as uh, some other things going down the pipe. So first thing is here are a couple things that are coming to Netflix 
in the month of July of 2016, the first real big things that I saw were all three back to back. To, wow, all three Back to the Futures are coming over. So Marty McFly can now be on your screen, streaming wise, or on your mobile, as Bane would say. Uh, so that way they can finally stream it. Huzzah, hug bees and that's hooray. that's awesome. But the cover the cover picture for this article was very clearly Mean Girls. And yes, yes, it was. If you're not excited about Mean Girls coming to Netflix, there's something wrong with your MK Ultra soul. No, I am. I was just going with the date that they were coming on because mm. Mean Girls comes in later. Okay, I, I'll, I'll wait then. So you you cleared the uh, the three Back to the Future movies. <laughs> yes, the three Back to the Future movies. Uh, they're coming back, Bad Boys Two. Bad Boys Two, which we're not even you like you missed you missed the 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 best. And I, if you're going in order, fine. But Jesus, man, this do, is do, a, do, do do what you want. Go ahead. I'm go gonna ahead. because go Beverly Hills Cop One and Two, Beverly Hills Cop and Beverly Hills Cop Two, coming to Netflix. I'm I'm a child of the '80s, and as I've stated several times on this podcast, my parents did not censor me. Nearly as much as they should. So when I'm when I say Beverly Hills Cop, I saw Beverly Hills Cop when I was five. I saw Eddie Murphy. <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah, Eddie I Murphy. Think I was about the same age. In all six. in all his crazy cursiness, when I was five, fell in love with it. Fell in love with the theme song, the Axel F theme song. Yes. That's the, just the greatest thing ever. Beverly Hills Cop two. Uh, also fantastic. 87 saw that when I was like eight, you got Beavis and butthead to America, which is but, dumb on. shit. But for, for Papa Thornton, Batman, the movie, the 1966 Batman, the movie with Adam West coming to Netflix. Papa, Papa Thornton owns it. Yeah, I know. But I mean like, you know, Papa Thornton can now share it with people who don't have access to his DVD. Collection. I feel like if I had Christian sit down and watch that movie, he'd do like the Stewie slow head turn like this thing, <laughs> and just wonder what the and hell, what the hell I was, you're doing. What the hell are you talking about, Daddy? You have to explain to him that that shark repellent is fantastic. I, I'm just not, I, and I'm not a fan of the Adam West show, so I'm. Oh, it's not. Okay. It's not. It's, it's not something I harken back right. to. It's, it's not for everybody. Um, big Big Trouble in Little China. Wait, you skip right. Over Blade Two, yeah, which is fantastic. Big Trouble in Little China, another another staple of my childhood. Kurt Russell, uh, what what Kim Kim Cattrall? That's a solid film. Amazing movie, fantastic movie. And that dude who played the bad guy hasn't aged a day since '86. Somehow, <laughs> science. Somehow, um, you've got. Cinderella Man, which a, a lot of boxing fans will tell you is, I like is it. a solid flick. For some it's reason, Catwoman is going to be on there. We can we can skip over skip, that and Death Race and too. all the Death Race movies. Cheaper by the Dozen was terrible. I liked Extremely Loud and Incredibly Close. I am really I can't I can't I can't anything. It's too soon for some people, and for, it's okay. And for me, it'll. I think it may always be too soon. It's which is fine. Yeah, uh, we're we're 15 years later. It's too soon still. Dreamcatcher. Yes, I've never heard of this movie. What? You've never never heard of Dreamcatcher? Jason I've Lee. Dreamcatcher. It has it has uh, it has what's his name from from uh, the Showtime show? What what's the got Brian Help? Lewis, Damian Lewis, Damian Lewis, Timothy Oliphant's in it too. Wow. Yeah, dude, this is a great movie. 
Donnie Wahlberg? I should. I need to watch this movie. You've never seen this movie? I've never seen this movie. MK Ultra. I've never even heard of it until this very MK moment. MK Ultra status. Moving on. Oh, yeah. Tom Jane's in it, too. I can't. I, Th- I Thomas that Jane. Movie. Absolutely. Gladiator. Can't beat it. Russell Crowe. Amazing. Skipping past Honey. You got Hey Arnold and Hello Dolly. You skipped Honey. I, yeah, I we sure skipped did. Honey. I sure but did. Honey. I also nope. skipped Insomnia and the La La But we're Luzi. not reading this entire list of people, are Ponies. we? Like, this is a most, we're reading the phone we're book. Not. That's what uh, we're doing right no. now. No, Lethal Weapons. The Lethal Weapons One, series. two, three, and four. All the Lethal Weapon movies. Uh, I see a marathon in my future. Absolutely. A definite big streaming marathon for Lethal Weapon. Phenomenon, anybody with the John Travolta? I yeah. love Phenomenon. Phenomenon's a, a solid flick. Ugh, I always cry at that movie. I really do. I, I skipped past a bunch uh, and got to Turner and Hooch, which I... But I, you skipped The Longest Yard. You shouldn't have skipped The Longest Yard. With Adam Sandler, really? That the one? The Longest Yard. Okay. Uh, here, Actually, here's a, a relatively big one, which I didn't expect to see on Netflix this soon. The Big Short. Yeah. Academy will be on Netflix yeah. July 6th. Nom. That w- I don't know if that bodes well for, like, is that a good thing that we're getting it that quickly? No, or maybe like not for the thing? success of the movie in sales, but uh, I I haven't seen it yet, and I'll wait till it hits Netflix. I really wanted to watch it, and I never did. Very bummed. That's a big deal. Oh, holy shit, fighting. Yeah, Fighting's fighting with Netflix. Channing Tatum. I, I, I own fighting on iTunes. I've owned it forever. I It's one of those movies... As far as I'm concerned, that is totally underrated. It was a great flick. Everyone should watch it. I mean, we covered we covered a bunch of stuff. That's I think that the fact that we're going to see the back all three Back to the Future movies, a couple of the Beverly Hills Cop, all four Lethal Weapon movies, as well as a few other cool things through there is mean it's a girls. It's a big month for Netflix. I think pretty big month. Yeah, with the fact that there's no like super awesome original series, you know, popping through right now, it's it's a good time to start go ahead and, and watching some movies for it. Yeah, but they're uh, also losing some stuff too. So what what are they losing, Brian? What is their biggest loss? Uh, um, no, I mean there's there's a couple things uh, that I'm looking at this list right now. They're they're losing. I think this is the second Ice Age, the meltdown. Um, they're losing that. They're losing 2001: A Space Odyssey, a cl- uh, Clockwork Orange. They're losing a league of their own. So if you want to make sure that's you know actually that a shame, that is a shame. If yeah, you want to make sure there's no crying in baseball, you should watch that before. What it leaves. a great movie! By the way, as a side note, while you're looking at that, there is a a, a report that I came out. It's very rumory from BGR that says that this year Netflix is going to start letting you download your favorite movies and TV shows, so you don't have to stream them. So if you don't have an internet connection. Uh, the things that while they're available, you can download them from a short period of time onto your local device. They're losing the f- seven original Star Trek movies. That's a shame. Ah. Just in time for the new Star Trek movie to come out. The that only sucks. the only things other than what we've discussed that I, I see premiering in July, not on Netflix, but anywhere. The Night Of, which is an HBO limited series premiere. Uh, that's gaining some fanfare. Yeah, I have no idea what that's about, and I've seen a bunch right, of freaking the, trailers. But we've for it. seen the trailers. We know that it's uh, an HBO thing, and and I, probably I won't watch it, but you know people will. Um, Speaking of HBO, I don't know when this premieres. I doubt it's July. I saw that trailer for Westworld. That looks solid. Do you is know that, when that premieres? Is that the one where Kevin Costner drinks his own pee? 
<laughs> no, that's Waterworld. Okay, um, I'm close. just I'm just checking. Close. Uh, <laughs> oh, Westworld is a. Westworld was before, based on a, a Michael Crichton on a, novel. Look, so there's there there are. I want to get through a few. Of the, so July, you said not a ton of stuff, and there there's a there's a bunch of stuff not on Netflix that that we are going to see. Um, I said the night of Suits season six, July thirteenth. Is the Mr. Premier. Robot? It should be soon. Mr. Mr. Robot is July thirteenth, so we have that as well. Uh, we have. The uh, Ballers premiere July 17th. Vice Principals July 17th. Power Season 3 July 17th. Those are all pretty big shows. We have the premiere of the show Shooter, which is based on the movie. July 19th. Uh, And then beyond that, there's not a ton. We're pretty much at the end of the month. But... There, there's a bunch of stuff happening in July that is outside of Netflix, and for for me, Suits, Mr. Robot, uh, big premieres. Uh, suits, I've been waiting for Suits forever. I'm a little bit behind, so I'm hoping I can binge watch it and, and catch up. That's a show with that. I actually would like to watch. And you, never have. you need to because it heats the hell up at the end of season five. So the other thing that came up in, in streaming business while we're talking about this, and I, I'm actually writing the article and adjusting the current one, uh, were a couple of things for cord cutters. Uh, some Two big announcements that really came out over the last couple of weeks. One of them we, we talked about in one episode, uh, so we're going to touch upon it again. Sling TV is officially on the Apple TV. So if you are a cord cutter and you have Sling TV, it's a good time to, to, to get an Apple television. However, I will say PlayStation View is now available on Roku. And the more that I researched this when we did cord cutting, I liked P- PlayStation View. That's a big View. deal, yeah. PlayStation View is a really cool a la carte service. It's it's really good, but however, it was only available if you had a PlayStation. And doing the math, buying a PlayStation was Most way too much money. Well, if you were if you were listening to anything that, that Brian had to say or really you chimed in about uh, with E3, then we should all own PlayStations. Well, well again, the guide you for should. cord cutting – the guide for the cord cutting process was you have no not equipment. Gonna, not gonna happen. I have a PlayStation 3. I'm still not going to sign up. Um, no, you for PlayStation View? Yeah. Oh, you totally should. No, nope. I'm. I'm. No, hold on. Listen, my major problem for solving watching live sports right as a cord cutter was buying an antenna and an HD home run and then an app channels to hook up to an Apple Television, Apple TV. I don't know why I keep calling that. Anyway, I don't know why you keep calling it that. Either. I don't know why I do that. Anyway, it's about one hundred and fifteen dollars for the HD home run, about another sixty to fifty dollars for your antenna, and then fifteen dollars for the channels app to watch live sports. Part of PlayStation View is all the major networks, ABC, CBS, NBC, um, CW, and all the ESPNs. Right, but all the local shit's blacked out. No, it's not. They actually have a, a, a section here about watching live sports on PlayStation View, and it's it's not. Local sports are blacked out. on the. they got to be blacked out on those channels. They they like specifically said, can I watch sports in my area, live sports in my area? No yes, shit. Yes, you can. Seriously. It's on their FAQ on PlayStation View. All right, well, then I'm I'm in. That sounds good. It's it's huge. I'm gonna start a free trial of it. I mean, I, I don't want to. I don't mince words. I'm still gonna pay three hundred dollars for NFL Sunday <laughs> ticket because I need True. every game. I don't I don't need low. I don't give a shit about the Philadelphia Eagles. They're awful. I need every game. Right. That that it doesn't do. So you're you're right. If that's what you're aiming your well, goal the, is. Well, no, you can through uh, through PlayStation. You can subscribe to NFL Sunday ticket. Oh, okay, cool. So there's there's that advantage as well. I just wonder if 
Now I need to put that in. And maybe, and CJ, maybe this is something that we can follow up on uh, in the coming episodes. Can you find out if PlayStation View has NFL Sunday ticket or if it's a specific app on the PlayStation? Like if it has View, if it's available on View, then that means you can have a Roku and subscribe to NFL Sunday ticket. Yeah, I I will honestly tell you, I'm going to adjust the cord cutting article to include Sling TV. Uh, and I'm going to adjust a second article for people who are very anti-Apple on getting a Roku and using PlayStation View because I ran the numbers and it's really only about $10 more a month and you get all the channels that you had with Sling TV. Do you have a list of the people who are very anti-Apple? Uh, no, I will not give you a list of anyone. That's I'm just very I'm thinking if you have a list, I could contact them one by one and change their minds. Uh, no, because you, I mean, you have to start with Craig Phillips and then you can work. No, 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 no. He's way too far gone. (laughs) He's he's just way, he took the red pill and he wanted to stay in the matrix and, and not see how far the rabbit hole goes. Like he chose to be a robot rather than really experiencing everything the Apple ecosystem can do for him. All right, so there's going to be some updates to the cord cutting guide so that way you can understand a little more about PlayStation View. I'm going to get a free trial and see for it myself to see if it's actually performing the way that Sling TV has for me, which I am loving, by the way. So before we move on to our our, our Game of Thrones section, I actually want to talk a little bit about some Game of Thrones funniness uh, that's coming out there because as you know, uh, the, the season finale uh, would have aired by the time that you are uh, listening to this episode. But for the next couple seasons, the next couple years, I want to tell you about a really hilarious website. It's called Spoiled.io. And for 99 cents, you will be able to send your hated friends Game of Thrones spoilers as the show is on the air. It's pretty freaking awesome. Um, so I threatened... I threatened this to a little brother who called me and said, hey, man, can you authenticate my HBO Go subscription? And I said, no, because I don't have HBO. I have HBO now. It's a different thing. I'm just trying to watch Game of Thrones. And I'm like, you haven't seen it yet? This is yesterday. (laughs) This is Thursday. Oh, geez. And I'm like, you haven't seen it yet? Because there's this whole site where I can just send you spoilers. Don't do it. I can't unsee it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Please don't do it. You're normally such an asshole. Please don't be an asshole. And I said, I don't know. Maybe I'll do it. I haven't decided. Maybe I won't. Maybe I will. I can't unsee it. And then it just brought me back to my nightmare where this is the worst possible thing. That's I don't I don't check social media. Nothing. My phone. Nothing. So when HBO Now wasn't cooperating for me on Sunday, CJ, I actually put my phone in airplane mode. Oh, okay. I, I apologize. I also got the, the website, how it functions wrong. So I apologize. This is after the Game of Thrones episode airs. It will shoot out spoilers. Of course, after. It can't do it before. I thought it would be doing it during. My apologies. I misspoke. Okay. Fair enough. Either way, my nightmare Coming true through this website. Coming so true through this site. This is worse than the people that will send you a glitter bomb. <laughs> the, this is funny because you fill out the form on the front. It asks for your name, your email address. Your They call it your victim, your victim's phone number, uh, your payment information. And then the submit button is give a man a phone number. 
<laughs> a man has a phone number. Uh, it's so great. So it's not you. I know you wanted to wrap on this one thing, but there are actually two things. There are two other things. I have right. I have one small thing, and then we can move on to the huge thing. Uh, the one small thing is. Uh, while I do uh, a bit of jabbing at my friend Craig Phillips, I want to congratulate him on a momentous occasion. Craig just hit 2,000 unique beers on the Untapped app. Damn. This dude has tasted 2,000 beers and checked in using Untapped. That is some serious beer drinking. And I commend you, good sir. That's <laughs> I, that's unbelievable. I don't know anybody else at 2,000. That's fantastic. So when when people say to me, do you use Untapped? I'm like, I certainly do. Here's my friend Craig who drinks way too much beer. <laughs> and I show them that Craig has all of this beer. And everybody goes, holy hell, I got to get there. I'm like, well, you, this, he's giving you a goal to chase. Good job, Craig. 2,000 beers. That's fantastic. But the way he does it, CJ... In moderation, I hope. I think, and he does, but I think we can all... So this dude is a beer adventurer. He goes all over the place. I mean, everywhere he goes, he finds a local brewery. He sits and he tastes their beers. They peddle their wares. He consumes. It's fantastic. Congratulations. 2,000 beers is a lot of beers. Yes, it is. Sure enough. Can we get to the actual big reveal? What big reveal? The big reveal. The most revolutionary... Oh, God. The most amazing technology invented maybe ever. Yeah, you know, for, for CJ, who wants to talk about, oh, cool technology all the time, and then brings up stupid shit like this Project like, Oh, this, there's a fridge that can tell you when you're short on milk. No, it Oh, can't. my God, there's a jacket that will freaking let you control music. This is music. the dumbest thing I've ever You can wear clothes that ever. dry themselves and also electrocute you. No, that's Back to the Future, no, th- sir. This, this is <laughs> Whatever, a piece dude. of tech that I am excited this about. This is amazing, so dumb. and it is called the Foldy Mate. The Foldy Mate is a technology priced, uh, from what I can tell, at $750 to $800. That's crazy No, talk. it's not crazy because washers and dryers are more than that. Yeah. That's because they do washing yeah, and you know, drying. Just you know what you have to do? Clothes. After you wash and dry your clothes, you got to fold them shits. The foldy mate, basically, you clip your shirts and pants or whatever into the thing, and it has internal sensors. It brings your clothes into this machine, which is the depth of like a you know washer dryer. So same depth. It stands next to your washer dryer, and it brings the clothes in, and it has all these arms and sensors. It sees how wide and long, and it folds your clothes, and it spits them out folded. Here's, and it does like seven at a time and takes like four and a half minutes to do seven shirts. Four and a half minutes. You know how long it takes me to do a shirt? Four and a half minutes. Yeah. You just learn how to fold clothes quicker. No, dude. The problem is, all right. So again, we're going to go, Josh, I travel for a living. I have to take these clothes that are dry cleaned and then I have to fold them neatly and in a way that they won't crease and I don't have to iron them. When I get to my hotel room, I want to take my clothes out of the bag, hang them up, and be able to wear them the next day. No ironing. This machine solves my problems. And as Brian, who is extremely lazy and does not like folding laundry, this is amazing. 
CJ, I'm folding the clothes the same way this machine does, but I'm doing it at a much... So, I don't know if you watched the video, but the video folds dress shirts exactly like they should be. It folds the shirt over to the collar and then sort of layers the, the sleeve back and forth like it should. That's how I fold clothes. I fold them the right way and I, I, I can do it. I, fine. But it takes me probably a solid, you know, two to three minutes per shirt my God! This really? Thing, this CJ, is like having your own you, personal you have to, Gap you, employee. It's CJ, amazing. You have to you have to lay it down on a flat surface. On its you have to lay the shirt down on its front on a flat surface. Fold it, fold the shirt vertically to the collar, and then smooth it out. Then back and forth with the arm. Then the other side, all all the while smoothing it out. And then you have to make sure that you fold it up properly not to crease anything because I do not ever want to iron a shirt in a hotel. I used to work at a retail store where I had yeah. to fold when shirts you, and stuff like this. You, like you all, you former foldy retail people say that shit. I've seen you guys fold shirts in the most haphazard ass way. <laughs> like, You've never seen me fold a shirt. To the point where when I buy a shirt at retail, I pretty much have to send it directly to the goddamn dry cleaner. You've never seen me fold a shirt. You're just going to lump us all together. To you one don't do as good a job as the foldy mate. This is ridiculous. It's amazing. I'm I'm so shut up Brian, and take my you, don't you have someone in your palatial estate to do this for you? Uh Francois needs days off, okay? <laughs> Plus it's extremely hard to find a nice flat surface not covered in cat hair. So there are not I'm that all, many cats. The cat to male ratio is super low. But the problem is that where the cat where the clothing folding is done is also where the kitty litter is. So it's just a one room. It's like a laundry room. And I want to like when I say laundry room, it it is uh, a four hundred square foot laundry room, but it's a laundry room nonetheless, and that is where the cat hair is. It's just filled with one very small washer and dryer, and, and soon to be a foldy mate. Soon to be a foldy mate. And so, so this, I can't believe that this is out of all. This is something that I would have found to be like, listen, this is cool, but it's really stupid. I can't believe and you that guys you can't yell at believe me. this is an amazing idea. <laughs> This is normally something ever. that I would present and you would yell at me. And nope. I can't believe you guys nope. brought this up to me. It's nope. ridiculous. You bring let me up be, stupid crap like pants glowing. Let me And let me just illustrate this a little further. I've never so shown you, you glowing pants. So you understand my level of psychosis about my travel. No, no I got it. You've eloquently explained. No, no, no. no. I, have, I have an overnight bag. It's good for one to two nights. I have a bag that's good for two to three nights and a couple rolly bags that are good for longer trips. I bought just recently a bag from Red Ox, which is a phenomenal company. I spent ridiculous money on this bag. And I bought it because I can pack essentially two weeks worth of stuff in a carry-on size bag that is comfortable to hold. I am crazy about... Yes, you are. About having... And you guys had to actually... Uh, to all the listeners, Brian and CJ had to suffer through me describing the bags I was researching <laughs> as I was that's, researching them so because I, I spent in the last – before I bought this bag, I had spent over the course of three nights approximately eight hours researching bags. That's how batshit crazy I am about my travel. I want to be able to pack my shit, CJ, in less than 15 minutes and get on the road. The Foldy Mate. It's going to take you seven of those 15 minutes. The foldy mate. No, Josh, no, no. You, you've got to get on this, the road quick because the show is already on the road. It's the oh, show yeah, has God. been on the road. Damn. And if I don't get on there quickly, I'm going to miss the show, which is <laughs> on the road. 
Exactly. I need speed to market, CJ. I got to get there fast. The the Foldy Mate allows me never to fold shit. I can hang it there, hit a button, it'll do the job, and I pack the stuff when I'm ready. It's good to go. The Foldy Mate is an outstanding technology. The way you're talking about it is like they're sponsoring us. They're getting they're giving us no money. They they're not giving us any money, and if I could hi- look, if I could go ahead and dig up Billy Mays, he'd be all over the Foldy Mate. I would actually probably be more interested. I'm not. If this and was I, sold no, by Billy I am no. I, I mean, I can sell some stuff, but I am no Billy Mays. I can't. I can't do it for you. Watch the Foldy Mate video, which hopefully CJ oh, I'll put will it put into put the, sh- in the show notes. Absolutely, I will put this into the show and notes. And if you I folks need- are on Facebook, this has been a. Uh, I've seen it on Facebook a few times in the past couple of days. Foldy Mate. Hashtag take back your time, people. Here's. Here's the deal. Here, here's here's the thing with this, and I'm so sorry to do this to you guys because you're going to have your hearts broken. Don't you freaking the, dare. I'm going to punch pre- you in the face. The pre-orders for this are starting in 2017. Yeah, fine. I don't wait, care. Wait, 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 wait. That's just the pre-ordering. Sure. And it's going to ship probably a year and a half, almost two years later. Fine. You're going you're gonna to own a Tesla before this thing is in your house. I'm not going to own a Tesla. This thing has 117,604 people yeah, registered for the A really pre-order. big number. We get it. You're well, never how many? Get how many? Uh, damn, I just lost the number. Over 100,000. Over 100,000. It's over 9,000, Josh. 100,001. Include me. And Okay, but that's just people that registered for getting notified about a pre-order. Yes. That doesn't mean that those people are going to buy it. I'm in. Oh, that You're means I moved up the list? Thing. I moved up the list just now. Just by you saying that, I moved up the list. <laughs> there you go. Okay. I'm getting well, my listen. folding show on the road. But <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, let's get the other part of this show on the road. I want to thank you guys for listening to us and making us your walk around the neighborhood or your drive to work. Please tell us what you think about these topics. I can't believe we spent this much time on this foldy mate thing, but whatever. Okay. You know, he I'm, says I'm, that. He said the same thing about Butterbeam, too. And that was something we were really excited about. That if thing's amazing. A, it is. I, I can get a Butterbeam and a foldy mate. My life's complete. <laughs> saving mean, all kinds you mean of time i can i can <laughs> no you spilled butter on your shirt and i can, you can butter my popcorn with the tense amounts of butter and then when that butter gets on my shirt i can wash it and have it pre-folded yes please <laughs> <laughs> if only there was a machine that took the wash from the washer put it in the dryer and then immediately into the folding mate it could if we could do if they could be if we could have like a human centipede of a washer human dryer centipede of washer <laughs> no. dryer process, yeah, not like human, but like just washer dryer foldy mate. A if washer I could just have dryer one machine, centipede. I put it into one hole where the and wa- it comes out folded. <laughs> you put it in the front of the washer and it spits it out the back into the dryer. The dryer spits it out spits the back out into, into the, the foldy mate, mate and, and the it comes foldy out folded. mate comes out folded in not. Not at all like an excrement kind of way. No, but but like a, a beautiful, fresh, crisp, folded shirt kind of way. Folded shirt kind of way in a yeah. laundry centipede. Be amazing. That's the best laundry centipede ever. <laughs> oh my god, it's the worst. Like the worst, <laughs> like visual ever. But it makes total sense, and I would invest in it. Can we do I, that? Okay, I, I would feel love like to. I feel like the Saperstein twins right now. Like it's awful, <laughs> but I want a piece of it. Can we do that? Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Let's do it. This show is brought to you by the Human Centipede Foldy Mate. You know, you know, if I had a Foldy Mate or a Laundry <laughs> Centipede, I would have more time <laughs> to spend on the Blockbuster. I would Hashba- do- hashtag take back your time with a Laundry Centipede. <laughs>
Hashtag, there's a whole lot of laundry in here. There's a whole lot of laundry up in here. <laughs> God damn it. Hashtag red tube laundry. Can I end this show? So I have to work tomorrow. And we still have to talk about Game of Thrones. I'm always working. This is me working right now. Yeah, exactly. I still have business shirt on. I'm working. Well, everybody, that's our show for this week. I want to thank you for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work. And we want to tell you how you can help support the show. Help us out here, all right? First thing you can do is give us a five-star review on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, wherever the hell you found us. Tell us that we deserve five stars and tell us what you love about this show. You can also share your voice with it. And you can call 484 373 4119 and share your thoughts with it. We're going to play one after we're done uh, this part here. And you can also go to thatkindofnerd.com slash loot, L-O-O-T. Get money off your own loot crate and help support the show at the same time. I think this month's box is going to be awesome. Get the DX. Get the DX this month. Get the DX and get money off of it. And you have until the 19th of this month to do it. Give it as a gift to yourself because you're awesome and you deserve it. So, Thank you so much for listening. Check us out on Twitter at that kind of nerd. And let's get ready for a lovely fan who wanted to share some thoughts about why he loves our show so much. Before we do that, can I add one thing? I think when you say thank you for making us your walk around the neighborhood or your drive to work, you should also add or your time folding laundry. Because there's a lot of people that there's spend a lot, a lot of time, time folding, folding laundry. laundry. Exactly. So uh, that kind of nerd. Uh, CJ, Brian, and Josh, my name is Ben Frazier, and I'm a huge fan. Uh, I'm about a six-month listener, uh, and I just wanted to kind of give you a call to uh, let you know uh, you guys have actually changed my life. So <clears throat> within the last six months, I have gotten uh, an uh, a iPhone 64 uh, gig phone, which has been amazing from CJ's recommendation. Uh, I am now an Apple Music family member. Uh, I work out and listen to a combination of uh, Star Wars, uh, Nas, and Miles Davis, which I feel like is only possible through Apple Music. That's eclectic. I'm now going to the gym uh, on the elliptical and, listen, and watching a Banshee uh, because of Josh. Uh, and, and I just love, uh, everything, you know, about the podcast and, uh, I want, just wanted to show you my support and, and let you guys know that you, you really do make a difference, uh, in people's lives. So CJ, Brian, Josh, I, I appreciate all you, uh, know what you're doing is great. And, uh, and got a, a, a fan for life from, from Ben Frazier. Thanks again. Bye. Kind words. That changed somebody's life. I bet you Ben would love the folding mate. <laughs> ben, ben would love the folding and, mate, and, and and he may. And in in all seriousness, the 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 podcast for me started out as just an idea that my two buddies thought would be cool, and then it turned into this thing that was this great outlet. And then we started finding ways to make nerd culture applicable, really, in everybody's life. But this is. Like that, not vindication, but just validation of of the stuff that we spend so much time, sort of every Friday, from you know nine thirty until sometimes the wee hours of the morning. And I know CJ is is spending a lot of nights and editing this show super late. 
Um, so the the kind words are absolutely appreciated, Ben. We we will continue to do what we do uh, because obviously we love to do it. But the feedback that you provided uh, is an absolute driver uh, for us, and for me, it's it's it it, dry, it 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 validates everything that I put into this. And uh, I, I can't thank you enough for the kind words. Yeah, thank you very much, Ben. That really means a lot to us. And for the fans of the show who have been listening for a while, Papa Thornton let the voicemail, but we will play it next week uh, because I want to take some extra time to talk about it. So, Papa Thornton, we will address you next week. So, we're going to move on and we're going to go to Westeros, take the show on the road to Westeros, and we're going to talk about some Game of Thrones. So, can we, hold on can to we take the show on the dragon? Take a dragon to <laughs> Yeah, sure. In the sure. air. We take the show in the air. Let's get the show a, on the air. On a dragon. Let's do it. On a dragon. All right, everybody. Let's let's get over to Western. On the King's Road. <laughs> okay, well, if you've made it past our wonderful Game of Thrones cat. You have uh, officially launched yourself into the Game of Thrones part, so spoilers be gone. So, the Battle of the Bastards. So first off, we're going to have a bigger episode on the finale. We'll, we'll deal with that. I don't know if I it'll know. be bigger. We, I, we don't know what it's going to be. Well, we don't know what it is right now, I so think, we don't know. I think we can probably say it's not going to be anywhere near as amazing as this episode. This yes. episode was so good. Like, And, so, and not, not, not in just the Game of Thrones episode perspective i'm not sure this is even my favorite game of thrones episode of all time but i will say this is among the best battle scenes i've ever seen anywhere and i'm anywhere. Mm-hmm. when i when i you know when i was talking to little brother about it and didn't spoil it for him i did say the battle uh the only way to describe it is amazing it's it was the Bastone episode of Band of Brothers. It was 300. It was, I mean, it was jarring being on the ground during that that infantry battle. Oh god! With the arrows raining down and 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 enemies coming from every direction. You didn't know who was an enemy or who was an ally until you saw them face to face, and then you had to quickly decide whether to stab them or dodge or what. I mean. It was crazy good, like blood pressure up, heart pumping. This battle was ridiculous. And I, I won't call it epic because it wasn't all that long. This this episode actually made me scream at my television twice. <laughs> yep. And I don't normally do this. but And it's like 2 o'clock in the morning, so the cats are sleeping. And I didn't want to wake them or disturb There's them. Not many cats. But I... There's there's a scene where Ramsey's you know what's gonna happen and Ramsey's just lets her con start running towards Oh my John. god. We all but I, called I, I mean Rickon would die. I, I told he would you be stupid. We I told you the week before it. that he was going to be the catalyst that started that that set John off. Yeah. Right? But I'm sitting there and he's running towards John and I'm just going, Serpentine! Just Serpentine, Rickon! Like you're just making it too easy for him to kill you. We're all just sitting there going, zigzag, zigzag, zigzag. So I, I was screaming towards that. And obviously at the end, when Ramses gets his due, I was extremely excited. I, I seriously I was watching that battle. And before, you know, the, the fight 
Jon Snow is talking to the Red Woman, and he was like, "Why did I get brought? You know, why was I brought back here?" And she goes, "Well, maybe we uh, he brought you back here to die here. <laughs> Don't do it again. Don't what do it. Of, what kind of god would do that?" And I'm like, "George R. R. Martin." Don't, don't that's you. And he told her flat out, "Look, if I die, that don't bring me back." And she's like, "Well, I kind of have to try." God damn it! Don't do it. Also, we've we've discussed this. We don't think she had anything to do. No, with I and I I that. don't. But they're not. It's very clear that the show is not going in the direction of the uh, warg link between all the Stark children and their their wolves. So right. that's out. So uh, they're they're going to give credit to the Lord of Light and Melisandre. That's fine. I'll I'll deal with it. Um, that wasn't the only thing. And I went, you know, sort of watching the show. Hashtag Josh is super right again with the dragons burning the masters. Torching agreement with you. Yep. Yes. Yes. No. Craig was Craig was vehemently. And by the way, Craig is not on this episode. He's He's, on vacation. He's he's not. He's not to defend himself, and I'm not going to badmouth what he said. I am going to say he thought the Iron Fleet would be the ones that took out the master ships. The dragons did, and then uh, Yara and and Theon. I thought had the. It was a cool scene that did a couple things obviously it it really reaffirmed uh everything that we talked about with with Tyrion being able to not only talk his way out of the issue with Daenerys but also be her most trusted advisor and he's very quickly proven that he is that that's evidenced by the scene with Theon and Yara Greyjoy and 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 then i think you know maybe if we're very lucky, we get to see a a uh, a nighttime episode, a nighttime scene with Yara and Daenerys. Maybe if we're very lucky, but I'm not <laughs> sure. I'm not sure it goes that way with Dario Naharis returning the camp. I think that a few things that were very cool was 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 the Dothraki led by Dario Naharis returning to camp, and then obviously, right when we needed to see it, uh, the letter from Sansa gets to Littlefinger, who throws the Knights of the Vale into the mix and they show up exactly when they should. I, I know that you guys were fans of Ramsey dying in front of Sansa the way he did, she unleashing the hounds. Oh, that was um, so good. I think there was a moment that was even better than that. And that's when Jon Snow is beating Ramsey Bolton to death with his bare hands, yeah. sees Sansa and and thinks, you know what? You know, let her do it. She'd probably do it worse than I would. <laughs> and he, he, you know, I, I, you know, I turned to Laura and I said, you know, yes, like he's going to, he's, he's just going to beat him to death. And then I was a little worried that Ramsey may still have a knife and there be, might be something sneaky That's there. That's what I said too. Right. I was like, please. This, just uh, Ramsey has always out. been on it, right? He's always been yeah. prepared. And in this situation, I think when he felt his most powerful, most confident, most comfortable, and he was totally exposed by not only the will of the wildlings and, and the army that John put together, but also that the Knights of the Vale rescued them and, and then, you know, John just doing what he does, chasing him down, you know, one one kicking in the door to Winterfell, Jon Snow beating Ramsey to a bloody pulp and then going, you know what, Sansa would probably do much worse. You don't deserve to die at my hands. And then that's right. when we return to to John. Going back to the teachings of Ned Stark and and the one who proposed the sentence swings the sword type deal. And this was always Sansa's game. This was never about John. Mm-hmm. 
John is still that humble leader. And that's, for me, somebody asked about, you know, don't you think that all that murder, you know what? Nobody asked. It was Laura while watching the episode. Do I think that all of the killing John just had to do at war was going to ruin him? And I said, no, I, I think that just like Ned, he's able to divorce those two things. This is what he has to do. And when he leads, that's what he is and who he, what he, who he wants to but, be. But at the same time, though, this really didn't paint John in the best light for leadership. I mean, absolutely, uh, it did. I CJ. I, okay, did he react emotionally? Yes, and I think that's that's a if function. If he didn't of, run into that, though, thousands of people well, just would have been alive. No, hold, hold on, that's a function of inexperience and and youth, not. Not leadership. And, you know, you can be a leader but be inexperienced or be a little immature and youthful. Yes, he reacted poorly. However, it took, you know, you had Davis Seaworth there. He held a minute and then he sent him to follow. Either way, that battle was going to happen. Whether it was John going into it full bore or John staying back, let watching his brother die – and then going it either way, it was going to happen. So at least he was, you know, way on the front lines. And and what he did was he didn't retreat. He didn't regroup. He didn't try to join. He when they were coming at him with the entire infantry, he took out his sword. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I, he didn't again, retreat. Right, and that's fine. No, I, that's leadership. Yeah, yes, but then. He, Everyone did try to bail on him. As a matter of fact, he almost got Black Friday'd. Like he got almost got trampled. Yes, but he pushed. By people he, retreating. He clawed his way up through the the Which stampede. Which makes him a skilled fighter, not a good leader. Everything. What, is, what except does climbing out of dead bodies have to do with skilled fighting? No, no, no. Him climbing out of a mountain of people has nothing to do with his leadership. I mean, it has to do with his will. It has to do with his will. His will, yes, but nothing in, to do with no, his leadership. No, in this case, that is that fortifies his leadership. His his will and I disagree. It's it's his ability to show the restraint when emotions were the highest that sold me. Okay, okay. Like and you th- you the, know the, I, I, the, had the look, I had the same of, of of not killing Bolton. I don't understand what strength you're talking about. That it, it, restraint. that restraint. Yes, exactly Just that, that, that restraint. The, yes. the one who proposed the sentence should swing the sword. It wasn't him. Yes, that moment's great for him. The battle did not bode. I, I mean, if I was a soldier, I would have been like, oh, That's, shit. I mean, what did Ramsey do when his men went to battle? He, no, I get that. He, he stood up there in his no, high castle no, the whole time. No, he fired arrows at them. Those arrows hit as many at of his, his own men. men. As, yeah, comparing the two of them, I, I get it. He's, he's the better of the two. Ramsey Bolton doesn't give a shit about his own men. We all knew that. It's no, it's a lesson on good leadership and bad leadership. It's, it's, he's, we're, they're, they're demonstrating his fitness to rule, in my opinion. In, in, in my opinion, his fitness to rule in this sense was not good after the battle. CJ, you need to compare, you need to compare every quote unquote king, every leader that you've seen Mm -hmm. on Game of Thrones, not named Stark. Right. All of them had weak constitutions. Yes. Other than Daenerys Targaryen. I mean, every single leader in Westeros, including Stannis, at the end burning his daughter, just no backbone. Yep, right. Renly, no backbone. 
True. Tom and Baratheon, Joffrey Baratheon, no backbone. Give it to you, yes. This is the showrunners demonstrating John's fitness to rule, his superiority over every leader we've seen. I, Brian, am I am I not? No, you're not crazy. I absolutely agree with you, and CJ's wrong. Can, so let's talk about some of the other stuff too, because I saw a very strong, and I know I'm not the first person to point this out, but I really saw this this parallel and this shot for shot similarity, uh, where Daenerys at one point is having all the freed slaves surround her and reach out to her, and they do this aerial zoom out, and you just see her blonde hair surrounded by these people. And then when John gets out of that pile and he finally comes up to breathe and he does this this pull out again, it's the same shot, uh, a slightly different scenario. But it's the same shot. You've been looking at Reddit too much. No, it's it, they're they're t- they're tying these no, yeah, Targaryens together. Too. It's it's this thing where they're s- slowly starting I, to hit on these I Targaryens. Believe, and I believe I've said this for quite some time that that's the direction I think it should go. I think. It's the only way to give the show a happy ending. I hate even saying those words in relationship to Game of Thrones because if we've learned anything from George Martin is that we're not going to see a happy ending. So <laughs> no way. Uh, me wanting uh, – oddly enough, me wanting John to be discovered as a Targaryen, uh, marry his sister basically and they rule together riding dragons with Bran Stark, the three-eyed crow – Basically, remote operating a third dragon. Yes, I want to see that. Um, but that's the happy ending. And as much as I think they they may hint to it, and cinema, cinematography aside, I, I get it. Like, I, I could see how you would notice that. I did not notice that, even uh, from a from a, a theme, an overall theme type thing. Um, I just didn't – I didn't see it that way. I didn't get it that way. I think they were just planting the seed no, I for get those it. who I, haven't bought in. I think, I that think was that's it. a I stretch. I think that like cinematographic tricks and shots and – Well, no. They've been doing like the um, – uh, when they show the creation of the um, of the, the White Walkers. Yeah. No, it was the same shot. I get it. I, I understand. I understand yeah, what, you, what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just they, saying They've that, done this before is what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, there's, there's precedence for it. I, I think that's how they're trying to show people that these two people can be connected. I think Brian's that's, that's getting pretty saying. tired of your shit. I, I think you people like you are the only person who – and people on Reddit who who draw that conclusion. You say people like you. You mean Italians or what are you <laughs> – Yes, exactly. What are you saying? Because I, I just – No, I, th- you know. I, I think – listen, it, it, it's, it's it, interesting cinematic cinematography, camera angle. Whatever. Yeah, I don't. Choice. I don't. I don't get off on that shit. I, I get a lot of uh, like. A the whole. thing is, I I do, and I don't necessarily agree. Like, I don't even. I don't even go wow. I don't even go wow at like all the wide shots and the the you know all that. I don't even go wow because I'm not watching it for that factor. Like, I'm I'm not. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to do anything but soak in the story and just let it let it. Let it wash you, over you me, had, CJ. You had to at least say, wow, when the, he, there was that shot of him holding the sword as those horses were coming to him. That was an awesome well, That was a great shot. But no, shot. I wasn't looking at the I shot. I was looking at I was looking at the action. Like I was yeah, – I was, was in trouble. I was in the moment with the holy shit, he's going to stand and, there yep, and, and, take and, ta- and, and, tr- and try to take on an yeah, army of, yeah. of, of mounted infantry. He's going to die. do it. He's going to die. Yep. And none of the – None of the shot, none of the camera angle, not like that. I just, 
honestly didn't even, I can't recall the angle or what it looked like. I recall the action and that's what was getting me at the moment because I was thoroughly emotional. Like everything about it, heart racing, blood pumping, on, on the edge of my seat, I just don't give a shit about the camera angle. I know that ruins you, but I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I, I no, I just think like I just think you can you can appreciate that stuff all you want, but you can't start jumping to conclusions and thinking that it. it what conclusions am I jumping to? You're 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 jumping to the conclusion that they chose to do those two shots the same way because they're ultimately hinting at a link between the Targaryens. I don't think you can jump to that conclusion. They just, we already have. No, you. We haven't. We've. I don't know, man. I. Th- I think that if we had a board of conclusions for you to jump to, that one would maybe be the furthest away from you. I think we hope that that's the route the story goes, but I don't think you can be like, oh, this is how the showrunners are going to show us. No, it's just two separate scenes shot pretty similarly. What, and what was your biggest takeaway from this episode, Brian? Ramsey got his face eaten off, and it was awesome. That was my biggest takeaway. That was a big deal. Was so awesome. And I the, love the Sansa smirk. After. I love, I love oh, the Sansa fact that smirk. tiny smirk too. It was just and so I love the small. fact that she was initially going to leave right before that happened. She was going to walk away, and she was like, "No, fuck it, I'm going to watch this." And I was like, "Go, Sansa!" It was awesome. It was very cool. I thought the way he died, he absolutely deserved it. However, I, I really, at my core, wish he would have suffered quite a bit more than me too. Like, I wish someone would have hung him upside down and started flaying Flaying him. Flaying him up. Flaying him up. Yeah, but it's not the Stark way. I know it, and I I understand why, and they don't do that. It's beneath them, but, man. You just wanted that. If there was anyone who deserved it, and it's it's an awful way to die. I mean, obviously, being chewed to pieces a small bit at a time by your own dogs is tough. But you were the worst person who has ever graced a camera. Like it's the worst character. I can think. I can't think of a more despicable character. Did you think Littlefinger was coming through when you were watching that episode? Yes. You're in the moment. Yeah, I you called that like was... three episodes ago, dude. He, yeah, yep. Ab- know, as soon as, as he said it, watching. as soon as he said it, you knew they were going to be part of the final battle. I just knew as soon as, soon as I saw Jon Snow being trampled and, and coming out of that crowd, I was like, "How the fuck do you get out?" Like I forgot that Sansa sent that letter. I was like, how do you get out of this? Jon Snow's going to die. What, what do you do? I, and so when it happened, I was very pleasantly surprised. You know what, here's another thing that, that happened that I don't know if we fully paid attention to. I think we may have just seen the death of all the giants. I think we are officially done with giants, right? They said there were only a few of them. We saw three. Two of them already died in battle. And this is what? Win-win? What was his name? One-one. One-one. We saw him take the arrow to the, the fucking yeah, eye. Yeah, he's done. He's dead, but is that the last? I think it, it's probably giant? the last we'll see. I mean, the rest of them were supposed to be so far north of the wall that. So we'll never see giants again. That's Do you see that? Do you see that meme that said, uh, some, some hold the door closed, others break it down? And I just <laughs> had a picture of, of Hodor and 1 1. That's pretty cool. That would That's be pretty great. awesome. He I was, he was a good character. I, I, I liked him. I thought it was uh, it was a cool play. I also thought it was time for. OK, so listen, that is the end of our conversation for Battle of the Bastards. Obviously, while yeah, can, can we call this episode epic? Was it long enough to, to get the, uh, the epic title? It was like nine minutes long. 
Okay, that was it. Okay. Uh, it was an extremely powerful episode. There's obviously a lot going on. And like we said, by the time you're listening to this, the finale has happened. So we would like to hear your thoughts on that. So next week when we talk about the finale, we can hear from you guys. So please call 484-373-4119 and share your thoughts about Game of Thrones. You can also give us your thoughts about the season, some theories and some things that came true that didn't come true. Email us at got at thatkindofnerd.com or I know how to tame dragons at thatkindofnerd.com. I swear that will work. I know how to tame dragons at thatkindofnerd.com. Test me if you will uh, and share your thoughts about Game of Thrones. So thank you so much for listening. We will see you next week. Hopefully we will have Craig Newcombe back on the show too so he can join us and, uh, and talk about Game of Thrones for the finale. So thank you gentlemen and we will see you guys next week. CJ's getting pretty tired of our shit, Brian. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. I'm ahead of Brian by 25, and I know that because math. Don't speak for me, CJ. You do not speak for me. Yes, uh, and you will not edit this out. This is a fan favorite, CJ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>